Well, hello everybody. Today we are wrapping up our reading through the book of Revelation. So go ahead and open your Bible to Revelation 22. And if you have not already picked up a copy of the new reading plan for 2023, be certain to do so this coming Sunday morning because Monday starts the new reading plan for 2023. Well, I love the way Revelation 22 ends really where Genesis begins because um, there are just so many, so many continuations here. Uh, and for instance, we have the tree of life mentioned more than once, but in chapter 22, if you'll look at verse 14, blessed are those who wash their robes. And early in Revelation, that means they have been washed clean of sin and made pure and white by the blood of Jesus, that they may have the right to the tree of life. In other words, everyone who's been cleansed by the blood of Jesus has access to the tree of life, which you remember was in the Garden of Eden. And when God banished them after man sinned, it was so they would not eat fruit from the tree of life and live forever. He says, so that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter by the gates into the city. And so this is just beautiful symbolic language. It's not the idea that there's some fruit we eat from some tree that causes us to live forever. It's the idea that because we have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus and are pure, are righteous, we have everlasting life. And of course, in Genesis, life was lost because of sin and we were kept from the tree of life. Also, the curse in verse 3 of chapter 22, there will, be, there will no longer be any curse. There will no longer be any curse. And remember in Genesis, after Adam and Eve sinned, there was the curse, the curse on the ground, the curse on humanity. Uh, we live in a sinful world. We are sinful people, and there are consequences to that. It's an imperfect world. We have an imperfect body, and we die because of sin. And what he says here, when he says there will no longer be any curse, in other words, all of the consequences of Adam and Eve's sin are undone. No more curse, no more death, no more natural disasters, no more bodies that die or that get sick. The curse, the curse for sin is completely removed in heaven. That's why in the previous chapter, chapter 21, verse 4, on that day, he says, God wipes away every tear from our eyes and there's no more pain, no more whatever, because there's nothing to cause it. There's no sin and consequences of sin. And then uh, you remember in Genesis how Adam and Eve walked with God and, and, and after they sinned, they hid from God. Look at verse, look at verse uh, 4 of chapter 22 of Revelation. Um, well, in verse 3, there will no longer be any curse. At the end of verse 3, and the throne of God and of the Lamb, the Lamb being Jesus, will be in it. And his bondservants, that's us, his children, will serve him. And they, us, his bondservants, disciples, all who are washed in the blood, will see his face. I love that image. That just like Adam and Eve had an intimacy with God before they sinned that Maybe it's different than what we experience today as disciples in heaven after the second coming. We're going to, we're going to see his face. Wow. Just, just, just let that sink in for a moment. He is going to be with us and we are going to be with him.
Now, one more uh, comment on the end of verse 4, and his name will be on their foreheads. Remember throughout Revelation, there's different places where things like that are mentioned. Uh, those who are of the evil one, 666, on their foreheads. Earlier in Revelation, God's children are branded on their foreheads here in heaven. doesn't mean that we're going to walk around heaven with something actually, you know, burn onto our scalp. It's just, it's just a way of saying that God knows who belongs to him and who belongs to the evil one. And when he says here, we have access to the tree of life. There's no more curse. The lamb is with us. We serve him. We'll see him face to face and his name will be on our foreheads. In other words, the only ones who are going to be there enjoying the presence of the lamb, the presence of Jesus and see him face to face are those who belong to him. And so the question for you and for everybody you care about, do you belong to Jesus? Do they belong to Jesus? Not just did they pray some prayer 40 years ago, do they belong? Do you belong to Jesus? Do you serve him? Do you love him? Are you committed to him? Are you following Jesus? Is he your Lord and Savior? Not just because you prayed a magical prayer, but because you actually gave your life and your heart and your soul to him. So much to look forward to. And, and our hope, our longing, our joy should be that day when we, when we experience all this and see them face to face. That's why I love the way Revelation ends in verse 20. He who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming quickly. That's Jesus speaking. I'm coming. I'm coming. And it's like John is saying, amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. I'd be happy if Jesus came right now. I, I really would. I'd, I'd be happy if Jesus came right now. And one day he's going to. But until that day, he tells us what to do. Look at verse 11. Let the one who does wrong still do wrong. The one who is filthy still be filthy. In other words, people are going to live like they're going to live. But in the middle of verse 11, let the one who is righteous still practice righteousness. And the one who is holy still keep himself holy. In the meantime, Evil and sin, people are going to do that. But you and me, those who've been washed in the blood, we, we belong to Jesus and we know that the curse is going to be removed. One day we're going to be in heaven and everything's different. We see him face to face and we're looking forward to him coming into that day. Um, until then, in the meanwhile, right now, um, if we're righteous, keep practicing righteousness. If we're holy, Keep ourselves holy. What do we do in the midst of this sinful world? Keep living for Jesus. Keep being righteous. Keep, keep obeying. Keep, keep doing what, what God says is the right thing, the moral. Keep living for Jesus no matter what's going on in this crazy old world. Because one day we've got a lot, a lot we're going to enjoy in heaven. And that, brothers and sisters, is the message of the book of Revelation. Hey, God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow as we have our last devotion for this year, the next week, start with uh, the new reading plan for 2023. I also want to remind you, this Sunday morning at First Baptist, January 1, we have one service at 11 o'clock. There's no child care, just the one service at 11. But at 10.15, in the back of the worship center, we're going to have some light breakfast foods, some coffee and maybe juice and so on. So join us at 10.15 for just some light uh, food to eat and enjoy fellowshipping, reconnecting with people that maybe you haven't seen in two or three weeks. Uh, and then we'll worship together 
at 11 a.m. God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow morning with the last devotion of this year.